48K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Ben Chade. Hot top stories. Health officials warn that it's too early to think about easing social distancing measures despite a fall in the number of infections. South Korea extends coronavirus restrictions across the whole country after infections surged. And California asks Australia and Canada for help to battle unprecedented wildfires ravaging the state. Health officials have reported 26 new COVID-19 cases today, 24 of which are locally acquired infections. 17 of these are linked to known clusters or previously confirmed patients. They include two workers at the Kuaiting Container Terminal, although they're not thought to be linked to the cluster of cases at the Wang Gei Company that's been responsible for some 40 confirmed cases there. The CHP's Dr. Chuan Chukwan says they've tested over 6,500 people at the container terminal so far and are still tracing the close contacts of the latest cases. One is a clerical work and the other one is a um, driver of a machine. These cases probably are not related to the Wangge outbreak. In the past, we also record some other sporadic cases or some link cases among the around 10 companies in working in the Kuaiting terminal, container terminal. I hope that the rest of the, contain, uh, the tests will be coming uh, soon and so that we can make sure that uh, all have been tested once, at least once. One more elderly COVID-19 patient has died, bringing the death toll from the virus here to 76. The female patient was an 82-year-old resident of a care home in Taiwan that has had other confirmed COVID-19 cases. Dr. Chuang adds that officials still have no clue about the source of transmission for seven new local cases today, in which one of them is a taxi driver. She adds that even though the number of cases has declined in recent days, that doesn't mean the pandemic is now completely under control. She warns that the cases could go up again if some of the social distancing measures are lifted. The overall trend has been slowly decreasing, but um, I think it's a bit uh, static um, in the recent few days. So we still have uh, quite a number of unknown cases in the community. Um, The overall number is quite similar to the peak level of the second wave. If more social activities, uh, the numbers will likely to rebound again. More than 100 staff working at iCable News have signed a petition urging the management to explain the sudden dismissal of three experienced staff. In the open letter, the group says they're shocked and furious over the sacking of three engineering staff who've worked at the station for more than 20 years. It also says it's worrying the new directors and managers of the department, who took up their roles less than a month ago, claim to have had no knowledge of the sackings beforehand. South Korea says it will extend new coronavirus restrictions imposed on the capital Seoul last week to the entire country in an attempt to control a growing resurgence of the virus. The new rules include limiting large gatherings and church meetings. More than 300 new cases were reported today, the highest daily total since March. The health minister, Park Nyung-hoo, has been speaking about the restrictions at a news briefing in Seoul. We will raise social distancing guidelines to level two nationwide from tomorrow. Not only in the capital area where the level two guidelines have already been imposed, but other cities and provinces will also impose these guidelines. Measures will be the same as the current ones imposed in the capital area. 
The governor of California says wildfires now sweeping parts of his state are unlike anything seen in the many, many years. Gavin Newsom has asked Canada and Australia for help, saying they have the world's best firefighters. 12,000 lightning strikes within 72 hours sparked the blazes, which have left swathes of northern and central California blanketed in smoke. At least five people have died. California Fire Chief Mark Brunton said they had never had to deal with fires on such a scale before. We have to change our strategy, we have to change our tactics to address a fire situation like this. As we said before, it's unprecedented. This isn't just a, a typical fire that we face day in and day out. This is unprecedented, this is historic. The Israeli army has shelled what it says are Hamas military targets in Gaza after a rocket was launched from the Palestinian enclave towards southern Israel. Security sources in Gaza said the Israeli shells targeted Hamas observation posts and caused no casualties. Several incendiary balloons launched from Gaza are reported to have set more farm and scrubland alight in Israel. RTHK, the time is now 5 minutes past 11. Supporters of the Russian opposition leader, Alexei Navalny, have described his condition as very worrying. Mr. Navalny is receiving hospital treatment in Berlin after a suspected poisoning in Russia. He is said to be in a coma. He was flown to Germany after doctors at the Siberian hospital where he was kept suddenly allowed him to be moved. The BBC's Damien McGuinness reports from Berlin. After days of wrangling over whether he could leave Russia, the Kremlin critic Alexei Navalny has arrived in Berlin. Russian doctors said they found no evidence that Mr. Navalny had been poisoned, but his family and supporters believe he was. Mr. Navalny's personal doctor, Anastasia Vasilyeva, wasn't allowed to see him while he was in hospital in Russia, but she said she was hopeful he could recover now that he's in Germany. A pair of glasses, once worn by Mohammad Gandhi, who led India to independence from British rule, has sold at auction in the English city of Bristol for more than $340,000. Andrew Stone of East Bristol Auctions explained how they got hold of the glasses. What had happened is a gentleman who lives fairly local to us had wandered down on a Friday evening and put them in our letterbox. We don't open on weekends. Uh, so it wasn't actually until the Monday morning that we came in and spotted them hanging out. Uh, it, they were just in a white envelope. They weren't in a padded envelope or anything, just, just put in a, a small white envelope. Uh, my colleague took them out, ripped them open, and inside was a note which said, these glasses belong to Gandhi. Give me a call. And with a look ahead to the weekend's other big match, here is the BBC's Tom Gale. The UEFA bio bubble of Lisbon will host the 65th European Cup, now known as the Champions League final, and what a mouth-watering prospect it is. Bayern Munich will be seeking their sixth crown, Paris Saint-Germain their very first. You have to go back to 1998 for the final to be held between two teams who entered the competitions as champions of their respective leagues. I doubt many could argue that these aren't the two best teams in Europe right now, both blessed with superstars who are combined with youth and experience, Neymar, Robert Lewandowski, Kylian Mbappe and Alfonso Davies, but also have shown their vulnerabilities. PSG trailed Atalanta for 89 minutes before two goals and added time salvaged them a place in the semi-finals and probably saved manager Thomas Tuchel his job. Likewise, Bayern, would we have seen the 8-2 quarter-final scoreline if Barcelona had put away their early chances? Similarly, Lyon will travel home knowing they should have been in front way before the Germans sewed up a 3-0 scoreline in their semi-final. An outright favourite is hard to call, but if the last 10 days of knockout football have taught us anything, it is to expect fireworks come Sunday night. 
Inter Milan are doing some soul-searching after the 3-2 defeat at the hands of Sevilla in the Europa League final. The last nine Europa Leagues have been won by English or Spanish teams, with Sevilla counting for four. Italian clubs are still waiting for their first Europa League title this century, and after the defeat, Inter's boss Antonio Conte hinted that he may step down. I'm disappointed because I would have liked to give these lads the happiness of winning and lifting a piece of silverware. But ultimately, I rue the fact I wasn't able to succeed on that score. I'm sorry for the fans and I'm sorry for the club as well, because after 10 years we managed to get back into a European final. I would have liked to put a smile on their faces and gone one step further than simply making the final. Manchester United captain Harry Maguire has been released from Greek police custody at a, of a hearing on assault charges on the island of Mykonos on Tuesday. He is not obliged to be present at the hearing. Maguire was arrested late on Thursday after what police described as an altercation between two groups of British tourists. In cricket, Joe Butler survived a scare on 99 before reaching his second test century as England strengthened its grip on the third and final test against Pakistan. England took lunch on 370-4 with Butler on a career-best test score of 113 not out and opening day century maker Zach Crawley unbeaten on 186. England, which had started day two on 332-4, leads 1-0 and is looking to clinch a first series victory over Pakistan in 10 years. A short time ago, England were 407 for four. And to end the news, the top stories again. Health officials warn that it's too early to think about easing social distancing measures despite a fall in the number of infections. South Korea extends coronavirus restrictions across the whole country after infections surge. And California asks Australia and Canada for help to battle unprecedented wildfires ravaging the state. And that's the news from RTHK.
Yes, it is. It's coming around. Those showers, they are. We heard from Travis on RTHK Radio 3. Coming around. And coming around, other than the isolated showers, are um, the sun intervals. Temperatures between 28 to 33 degrees tomorrow. And the showers will be back a little bit later on midweek next week. Say 